Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. You ready? DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. Official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Uh huh. Johnny Floss. Legend has it, I'm a Brooklyn success story But remain humble and always seem to act accordingly And when I think, most of the time I think morally But now it's time to indulge and enjoy all my glory Married to the game and nah, she not my widow It's official, all that acting humble is out the window Yeah, I'm confident cause I know I'm one of the greats I punch like Lloyd Banks, the same charisma is Mace Plus sound use curses, so put me on live and I'll be ready for anybody for future verses Yeah, you know my bar's fluid So even if I'm Jada drunk I'ma still look fabulous while I'm doing it And who knows for how long Lyrics that give you the stink face Will never be frowned upon And I'm a dawn Ain't no way you could deny me Son and all you clowns Now y'all could get up off the potty Choose that creeping through my window Yeah, I peep game, homie Nah, you not low Just show love Cause you can't deny the flow Cause these bars, woo, they explosive, explosive Who's that creeping through my window? Yeah, I peep game, homie, now you not low Just show love, cause you can't deny the flow And these bars, woo, they explosive Yo Legend has it that I'm never gon' slow up How I'm brave for so long with no signs of rust I come through when it matters, yeah, I'm so clutch So when I get on cam, there's no choice but to strut Had enough? Nah, I'm just getting started Flow is hot, but my jewels, they keep me cold-hearted Yeah, I know I spend a lot But not even no Marion can tell you anything about this icebox I'm about to put this game in the knot Learned the ropes about the music Now it's time for me to trade stocks And I'm the type to learn on the spot So sleep if you want I'll pull up on you and turn over all your cots Grown man, not a minor Signing off Johnny Floss, a.k.a. Mr. Clever One-liners And even though you know I'm the boss Don't forget my other alias Yeah, it's LL Cool Floss uh. Who's that creeping through my window? Yeah, I peep game, homie, now you 
bars, woo, they explosive, explosive. Who's that creeping through my window? Yeah, I peep game, homie, now you not low. Just show love, cause you can't deny the flow. And these bars, woo, they explosive. Yeah, man, it's Worldwide Sounds Records own DJ Chase, man, on the pregame party mix podcast on 17 podcast networks that YouTube, DJ Chase TV on um, Kim, uh, Dynasty Radio Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., man. We low, we global, we worldwide, man. We got the one, the only, Shamarki Purcell, man. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? What's up, man? The Bay Area, the Bay Area is in the building. Vallejo, what's up? Hello, hello. Say back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, actor extraordinaire, uh, brother grinding out here. I, you know, my podcast. We, we, you know, I, I really stress for the the entrepreneurial, the hustle, the the grind of black business, black entrepreneurs, and you definitely fit that fit right into there. I appreciate the positive energy, energy, man. The good words of encouragement, man. I'm just trying to keep up with you, bro. That's all it is. Listen, I listen. Just, I, I'm, trying to- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying, man. Um, first and foremost, I do this as an icebreaker for all my guests, man. Tell the people who you are and what you do from your own words. Right. Yeah. My name is Shmarky Purcell. Uh, as DJ Chase. So uh, let you guys know, uh, I'm an actor. Uh, from the Bay Area. Uh, I specialize in theater work um, as well as commercial. As of late, I'm leaning more towards the theater side in the sense of uh, TV and film and just really going hard, really going strong, putting in the P's and Q's, studying hard and, uh, you know, just building up the resume, so to speak, one day at a time. Consistency is key. Copy, copy, man. Well, first and foremost, man, I want to give you a flowers because, you know, your Instagram is popping. Uh, Your social media is popping. You got the ladies going crazy. Dude, look at you flexing on me, man. He's trying to. I got to do it. I got to do it. That's my job, man. That's my job, man. And, and as we get started, you know, California is a competitive city, just like New York. Um, you know, being African American uh, is difficult in general. Uh, at first, you were an artist, you were a music, music artist, a hip hop artist. Uh, what made you transition from that to being an actor? So we going hard. We going right into the deeps. I do, I do, I do. I like that. Um, well, to be to be completely transparent and honest, um, it was a lack of uh, a passion anymore. Like the passion that I used to have, it 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 was gone. Uh, and I guess this is me not just being salty. Um, the music industry is a very interesting place in the sense of it can make you really jaded. Um, I was doing it for over thirteen years, you know. So yeah. I'm eighteen years old, and I was doing it really yeah. hustling really grinding at it and uh, you know I, I was in a lot of situations where I was having meetings with Atlantic with Def Jam and it's just some of these situations didn't pan out because certain things weren't there whether it was you know um, following or this and the third X, Y, and Z but um, overall my passions and my priorities began to shift because in my head I was thinking I was doing this initially because I genuinely loved it right it was a way for me to express myself all those things lined up so it made it never work mm. 
then when the work aspect started to overshadow the passion, the love for it, mm-hmm. it became a chore. It became a job. And if you've ever been to a job where you can't stand it, yeah, you, yeah. you're just going through the motions, clocking in another day, clocking in. And it became so monotonous and mundane to me that I'm just like, I'm doing this and I don't even like it anymore. Like, it's yeah. so strange. And so the thing about acting that made me kind of go towards that was uh, I was always doing commercials on the side, but it was taking the back seat because the music was the initiative because that's what I was passionate about. Mm. Uh, and then when I started to kind of realize I wasn't really feeling anymore, I started to put a little more energy into the acting and, and the commercials. And that started to pick up way more because I was already naturally getting them. I just wasn't putting the engine into it. Uh, a friend of mine, Edward Green, a uh, director who gave me uh, an opportunity to be a lead in, his, in, a, in a film of his that I just mm. shot like, here coming out in May, um, he allowed me to kind of have my first role in uh, in film, right? Because I was just doing mainly commercials. That opportunity, it really kind of like it was fresh, it was fun, it was new, and it made me feel like I didn't have to, you know, pretend or fit a fit a mold, so to speak, or have to go through like the the the, the loops or the hoops. As, as music is, you know, you have to fit a criteria, you have to look a certain way, act a certain way, you have to, all this stuff. So I was able just to be naturally myself. I was able to just to be, you know, unapologetically, no stress, no worry, just be, just create. And that was it. They just want you to create. There's no and ifs or buts. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, the same with the music. Like, even with me, like, I even meet me podcasting because I produce as well. I, you know, I DJ right. and produce, of course. But the oh, stress no. of being a podcast is like, it's so I could just wake up an interview I could just do it. I could talk about whatever I want I ain't got nobody nagging me none of that bro exactly exactly word, so word. relax for you definitely and you know what are some of the difficulties that you we're gonna start like that what are some of the difficulties that you face being an actor um, I mean as of right now I would say just figuring out how to traverse this whole COVID-esque scene right I feel like uh, it has its pros and its cons and the funny thing was I was talking to a friend of mine um, and I was saying how you could see a positive in it if you look for it as well as a negative. Positive being um, it's opened up a lot of space for people in the sense of initially it used to be just like an open up lane where you know you can go in, do the auditions, X, Y, and Z. But once COVID hit, it put a lot of things to a halt. And so those traditional avenues that you might have had initially were closed off. And so since people didn't know what else to look for, they all just kind of fell back and just kind of waited for lack of better words right and it gave like hustlers people who really knew how to like look and figure it out and like work the corners it gave us an opportunity to stand on out and to outshine and to kind of get ahead of the pack because now we're like the whole COVID thing isn't going to stop us now we can figure out how to like network on instagram or like figure out how to like still shoot with COVID going x y and z that's the pro the con is you know, me being also uh, a traditional person in the sense that I was a, I was the kind of guy where I was used to going and meeting people face to face, right? Shaking hands, networking in that sense. Yeah. So if you cut that out and that's what I'm good at, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait. Yeah. And so it kind of put a, a little bit of a hamper because now I had to figure out how to really like navigate this now online social media kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's like one one door closes another opens it just depends on how you how you take the time to sit down and try to figure it out and not let it get you down and beat you up copy man and do you feel like now like things are opening up like with the vaccine and stuff like that do you feel like it's going to be a little easier to get auditions now or you feel like it's going to be like flooded with uh actors and, and things like that i feel like honestly it's probably even with the vaccine it might kind of go back to normal to a certain extent but i feel like a lot of the new wave is a lot of people are starting to realize how convenient and easy it is to do things online like you know a lot of these casting directors right they used to have to sit in a room and and wait for like 20 30 40 people throughout the day to come in yeah. 
it'll just send out an email to like 5,000 people. And then 5,000 people can send them back an audition tape and they can just sit there and look at it. And if they say, we don't like it, scroll to the next. And that takes no energy, no effort, no time from you, you know? Copy, so, copy. Yeah, man. And I, I, this is this is a question I've always wanted to ask somebody, and, and especially because I'm, I'm, I'm a movie head. Like, I watch movies all day long. I'm a, I, that's all I do is watch movies. You know, they, they, they're casting the same uh, black actors. I'm going right. to say that. Do you feel like the, the, the black clique, I'd say the popular club, do you feel mm-hmm. like that, that that opens up the lane, like why they don't make different kind of movies? Like they make the, they pick the same actors, but they make the same kind of movies. They don't pick different actors. They don't make different movies. Do you feel like that that the popular club, like the Michael B. Jordan, the Lakeith, the Daniel Kaluuya, do you feel like that creates that, that paradox for them to keep making the same type of movies? I feel like yes and no, right? I feel mm-hmm. like yes in the sense of you know, if it's not broke, why fix it? It's the same way why if Kendrick Lamar knows this is his sound, why am I going to switch up my sound? This is what makes me, this is what people like. So make what what people want to hear. Feed the consumer. But know at the same time, because I feel like with that in mind, they're probably first building up their foundation, their core fan base by saying, this is what we can do. Now, once you guys are solidified and you feel comfortable with this, we're going to start to give you a little bit more. Like, uh, like uh, I forgot his name, like the dude who, did, who was like, Key and Peele, right? We knew him at first as just a comedian. Like he used to just make the skits. And yeah. now he's like, now that I got my fan base, you guys all like me now, right? So if I try something else, it's not like I have to fish for brand new people. I already have my fan base who's now gonna travel with me to see what I'm about. So when he's starting to make whole new stuff like, you know, get out or or uh, us and this and the third, it's like, okay, now I'm able to see it from a different perspective, but we were already rocking with you from the jump. So we're able to receive it better versus if you were a brand new person and we had no relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? Copy, copy, copy. Exactly. I see it at least. Yeah, cause I, I like I'm like, I'm like, I, as you said I'm a I'm a huge movie person. Like I, all I do is watch movies. I don't even watch I haven't watched TV in a long time. Like, I'm a long time and I watch movies. Um, you know I know you do, I know you 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 because you're still a new actor because you've been doing music. Do you right. feel like how should I say this? Like the stereotypical roles, right? When you get right. all, when you get those scripts and you get those because you do more commercial work now to to pay the bills, of course. But do you feel like you have to do something? You might have to take it on the chin one time or another to just get into the door to the A-list crowd. I think it depends, right? I think to say no would be would be ignorant of me. Mm. But I feel like to say to a certain extent, like you, that's that's one of those moments where we're gonna come across those 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 times and say, is this a worthwhile you know hit on the chin sacrifice, mm. so to speak, to help better me? Right to get me to a different position because I'm not just gonna do some shit like some niggas. My bad, like my bad. Yeah, I'm not just gonna do some wild out of pocket stuff and just you know dress up crazy. That's completely against the person I'm trying to represent or the person I'm trying to you know tell the people who I am. The image yeah. I'm trying to. I'm not gonna do something wild like that. But if it's a, a role that's like, yeah, this is going to be a significant opportunity for me to kind of get into a higher position, but it's not going to compromise me to the extent where if I wake up, I'm like, damn, I feel like a sucker. Then I'm like, okay, that's what you got to take into consideration. Cause I, I'm real big on like, if I can't sleep at night, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Copy. You know? And for my listeners, you know, I know you, you, like you're the first like actual actor that I know. Uh, what's a, what's a, what's a, like a, um, like an acting audition? Like, what is that like? An audition? Honestly, bro, it's pretty. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. So majority of the time, uh, I'm gonna give it to you if you go into an actual uh, audition as opposed to like if you get it online. 
either one, they both start out the same way. They give you a, 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 a notice and they say, hey, we like what you did. Because it'll normally be like some website. You'll check the website or if they like you and you have an agency, they'll just go straight to your agency. But if you get this notice, they'll say, hey, this is the role that we had in mind. We liked your submission or we liked you know, uh, we saw you from your agency and we wanted to reach out to you. This is the role. This is what we want you to do. Give us like a quick audition tape of hi, who you are. Let us see your um, your slate, which is pretty much like you're looking straightforward, your side views, profiles and stuff like that. And then you do the performance that they want you to do, whether it's like a quick excerpt from a scene or for commercials, they just want you to smile and act presentable depending on what the role in, in, entails, right? Yeah. When that happens, get it, you edit it up, and then you send it over to them and you send it to your agency or you can just send it directly to the to the email that they give to you yeah. and then they'll let you know whether or not they rock with you or not. Copy, you, copy, copy, copy. Yeah, exactly. and because my, my show is dedicated to education. So like, you know, my next question too is in a sense because, you know, with me, I'm big on entrepreneurship that we talked about. I'm big on ownership. How come yeah. you feel like a lot of actors just, you know, they, buy, they don't make their own movies? You know what I'm saying? As opposed to having to go to the audition. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why, did, why don't they just like say, you know what? Let's pool together what we got and do our own production company. Our own, you know, it's cameras are cheap now. It's not like it's not like the 80s or the early 90s. I could say that. But we have the technology now. How come you feel like a lot of actors just don't do it themselves? That's a very interesting question. See, I could. I... <laughs> That's a good question. Honestly, I, I I feel like maybe it's a matter of two things. Yeah. One, pride, mm-hmm. you know, people saying, I want to do it my way. I want to be able to, I want to be the one to create the avenue how I want to see it. I don't want to have to have too many hands in the pot, so to speak. Um, or maybe it's even just a matter of uh, time, you know, or, or, or you know, lack of... Uh, lack of being on the same page. Maybe someone else is doing this and you're doing that. And maybe we might have a, a general idea of what we want to do, but because we're on two different paths, we might not be able to get to a point where we can meet in the middle and necessarily get the job done. Like for example, I, mm. I have a, I'm, I'm shooting a, a series in like a week in Texas and I have a homie who's shooting something in, in, uh, in LA. We've been talking about doing a podcast, <laughs> but our schedules, it just ain't happening. Yeah. So, all of these things come into play as well. But at the same time, it's like, if someone wants to get something done, I'm sure they'll figure out the time. But yeah. I want to I wanna be like, later on, I want to sit and think about this and then DM you the response and be like, this is what I really meant to say because <laughs> you caught me off the back and I couldn't really get something good. So let me, let me do something. Nah, you know what? Yo, because I, I know, because you, you like the way you approach, like I, I follow you on Instagram. So I'm like, okay, He's hustling his his movie career definitely like I'm very sure it's easy to you now. Music is probably I mean uh, film is probably super easy to you because the hustle and bustle of everything that you learned in music. So I'm always like in my head I'm like because me and my cousin have this discussion all the time and I'm like why don't more black people just say you know what let's just make our own company you know because the movie's a little cheaper now you know I'm saying the editing software is way cheaper now let's just do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? But I know when that bag comes around, it's like, all right. <laughs> See, and that can, this can get real deep. This can yeah. get deep. We here for it. We here for it. We here for it. Yeah, that can get real deep because you could say the same question in regards to just like overall things in the community, right? Yeah. Like like schooling systems or like, or like, you know, healthcare systems or things of that nature. Yeah. Why don't we 
come together and, and help one another out. And you could almost even say maybe it's just like we've been conditioned gotcha. via the, 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 the country that we live in to not have that 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 come togetherness for lack of better words. We've been conditioned to be so isolated, to be so me first in a country that 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 essentially like rewards you to be a capitalist, right? They reward gotcha. you to say, I'm the one who's gonna make it for myself. I'm gonna pave my path. We don't live in a country that promotes unity, that yeah. promotes we. We, pro- yeah. we live in a country that the I, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like that mindset also, I feel like might come into play, you know? Everyone's okay. not, no one wants to be, a, no one wants to be a company, a business. Everyone wants to be Jeff Bezos, but no one wants to be the actual Amazon company. And company. Okay, so so it's not just me because once again, I told you I have these conversations. All I get so like even with me with Judas and the Black Messiah, right? I was very a little. I felt the way about the movie. I Ooh, felt the way. I haven't seen it yet. So what you think? What you, how you feeling? I felt the it was a good movie. I all just right. felt I felt the way the actors did a damn good job. I just felt the way they try to portray Fred Hampton because it made Fred Hampton look like he was kind of begging as opposed to who Fred, the real Fred Hampton was. So, and then also too, I just felt like it changed a lot of stuff to the story too. Cause it made like, I mean, I know it's Judas in a black Messiah, but it's just in the sense of Fred Hampton would not want that story told. Like if the real, like the real Fred Hampton, I'm like, uh, you know, and now you from the Bay. The yeah. Bay is the hustle. Vallejo, Mac, Dre. Um, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 it does it. I does it. So <laughs> you you guys created independent hip hop. You guys created independent, even pimping all the way down to pimping. <laughs> you guys, you guys created the, the created it. You know what I'm saying? And and you know you do a lot of commercial work. Okay. My my listeners are are you know I, I have a wide range of listeners. Do you take that independent hustle of the Bay and apply it to the to the movie industry, the film industry? Absolutely. I feel like I feel like one of the first things you learn in the Bay Area is you learn how to you learn how to figure out how to get it. You learn. I mean, if you're not a sucker, not, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Like either either you're gonna figure it out or you're gonna be taken advantage of. That's just that's just how it is. So yeah. it's just like rather be on the other end than the other one. Gotcha. So it's just better figure it out. So it's just like for me, I figured out what my niche was, and I just. I just really like perfected the craft of my niche, you know, my mouthpiece, knowing how to talk to people, knowing how to con- converse with people, knowing how to like, you know, network and all that stuff. Cause it's just like, you'd be surprised how, how few people understand how much of a skill it is to talk to people. Definitely. Like talk, skill, eh? not just saying words, but actively having a conversation that means talking, listening, giving feedback, X, Y, and Z, keeping that dialogue going. Like that's a skill. Yeah. And this is like, how to perfect it you'd be surprised how many different ways you can interact with people and how you can get people to like you know feel comfortable this and the third and just have dialogue not to say that i'm over here like finessing people not at all but it's just that when you understand that you're in a circumstance where you need to figure out how to get out and how to make stuff pop off yeah you will figure out how to get it pop off it's- you have to that's called survival that's it's coming from coming from See me, I'm from the Bronx. The Bronx is a lot like Vallejo. Like it's crazy because I signed my first record, my first uh, distribution deal with a company in uh San, in San Diego. So I know, like I I, I, I never yeah yeah. We gotta give you your props too, real quick. Play yeah, yeah, from the Bronx, from the Bronx. So you know, and one of the things I want to ask you too is what's the what's a what's a good route for an actor to go? Should they go into let's say like what's the career path? So basically, like. Should an actor go to a big studio or should an actor just like go independent with it? 
like the past um um well in the sense of yeah i'm sorry a a path in terms of the goal of it so like what's the goal should they attain the the studio contract or they should attain like you know what i got the buzz now now i should make my own movies um i mean because here's the funny thing i don't think there's ever anything wrong with like the 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 big name because it's it's completely different from how music is in the sense of the independent route and then the major label route because the major labels their whole goal is to screw you over 360 deals so that's why that has its stigma and that independent is is looked at and so glorified but in in um in acting at least from the interactions i've had and just from doing research you don't get that type of vibe it's more so like we're about business and that's one of the things that i really liked about um acting and why i really transitioned what caught my attention was that their paperwork it's like we're not here to finesse we're not here to play games we're not here to this because when i tell you cats are out there trigger happy with the sue button they will sue you to death they will hollywood oh yeah absolutely yeah Top of a hat because they don't play about their money and that's why i'm like you got to respect that because they're saying our time is valuable our energy is valuable so if you don't come prepared and serious about your stuff and you try to finesse we're not going to play that game we're not going to fight you for what we're going to get you in these courts run that bag up and you're going to be back on the streets you know being a bum so it's like and i guess to me to a certain extent like you know with music it's it's like the wild wild west you know people can finesse you you can get finessed it's all this stuff there's really no rules and regulations until you get to like the top 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 but all in between anything is anything can go you know what i'm saying but for my acting it's like there's there's structure there's yeah. a set they're like hey we got rules and we we abide by it and i like that to a certain extent because i'm like hold someone accountable because you're like i'm not gonna be going around bro at 30 years old fighting people like what are we doing like hey hey if you owe me something i'm not gonna pull up on you and be like put your hands up like no it's gonna be like hey look either you owe me or we can we can do this legally because i'm not doing all that other stuff so with that being said um i would say either route is fine because it comes down to what's your what your goal is what you're passionate about right if you want to get that major name stuff then by all means do the major name stuff if you just want to do like small indie films or like independent films because you feel like that's more artistic then do that but the thing is there's freedom all across the board for either route and there's no like issue for any of those options either yeah. option can get you a better result nonetheless so it's like none of them can go bad for you it's just mm. one can I guess more opportunity, but they both will only serve to do you better. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And you've done a, you've done a, a wide range of commercials. You've done from Cash App to to Honda. Like your resume is crazy, bro. Like your, your you know, with that with that commercial revenue, because that's yeah. a lane in itself. Because 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 the whole goal of my interview with you is definitely like correlate the two, and right. to correlate that independent hustle. Because to me, I respect you more than I uh, uh, I hate to say this. I respect you a lot more than some people that's famous because when I'm reading behind you, you you, you telling the story. You, you have a path to your story because that's how Brad Pitt started. He started in a ketchup commercial. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I I know my act. Putting work right now. I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, you definitely you, your transitioning is really good. Thank you. Now that income. That's another form of my. How is that that commercial income? Is it now? Because to me, I want to get into sync licensing. That's what I want to do. That commercial money. How was that? How was that? That's that's good money, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The commercial was good. I would definitely say yeah. It's it's it pays the bills. It's yeah. It, it's a thing for me, right? And I'm I'm because because you're I'm feeling the vibes, man. And um, I read this book by Robert Kiyosaki. It was called Rich Dad Poor Dad, right? 
And he said something that was really dope to me that stuck with me since when I read it when I was like 20. He said, uh, a millionaire or a rich person has seven different streams of revenue, seven different streams of income. That means your regular job and then six other things that you're doing that when you wake up, if you don't have to go to work, you have money still coming in that can get you bread. And I love that idea. And so every time I used to go out and hustle, I was like, I need to get six different ways. And if I'm not going to work today, if I just says, you know, F it, I think I speak. I'm tired, I'm going. I have six different ways to still get bread that can get me, get me through the day or get me through the month. And so that commercial money, when I tell you it's yeah. solid, it's solid, my God. It is solid. Yeah. And it, it, like, it, it, it works in tandem with me because when I told you about like one of my skills was like, I knew how to, I, I started working on my networking, my conversation skills. And it's like the big thing, like how it is for you. I'm shit with the music thing. Like we, we, we understand yeah. networking. Networking yeah. is thing, I get, bro. I get, I get all my, I got my entertainment lawyer from networking. So I got exactly. and I, a new little Jewish man. I met at a networking event. So there you go. And that's literally how, how it is. You go in there, you introduce yourself, you have conversation and you figure out how you guys can help one another out, how you could be an asset X, Y, and Z. You just build that up. And the next thing you know, you know, you got people who you did a commercial with who said, oh, I remember dude, solid personality, good work ethic, this, that, and the third, I'm gonna bring him back. And now that one commercial that you did maybe last month got you three commercials in one month and maybe each one pays you like 800 or a band each. You just got your done in three days. Yeah, exactly. So, so now yeah, in the pocket. Copy, so I wanna ask this now, you, do, you, do you get royalties from commercials? Do you, in, in, or, or movies? Do you get royalties I, from both? Not yet, not yet, oh, because I- okay. I haven't gotten anything called a, it's called a national, national syndicated commercial, right? That's like one of those big commercials, like Geico, you'll see playing on TV all over the country. I've done like small stuff that's like, you know, you might see like in a specific city or like online or on a billboard, stuff like that. But when I, when you get those nationally syndicated commercials, they'll say stuff like, um, you know, you'll get uh, royalties, perpetuity, X, Y, and Z for like X amount of years, maybe like 50% of what you initially would have made per, per every time it spins. Wow. So it's like, Four or five times in a day and they're saying you get maybe 40 percent of like a thirty thousand uh, dollar uh, check that they would have gave you that means every time it comes you get damn near what ten three uh thirty yeah, three three bands of every time we play yeah every yeah time, every time it spins so it's just that's like, crazy that's crazy that's the type of stuff like we yeah. see the guy right or uh the chick who does uh flow the girl with the laser gun the flow girl that's what that is nationally syndicated she don't she doesn't have to act she doesn't need to be an actress because that pays her bills stupid not much so that's so that's so, why my man he don't even do all he do is all state commercials he don't even that's do what I'm got you makes when sense I tell, when i told my when i told my girl i said i never seen him act in my life i never seen a single movie my man's been no no he, all he did no he did love in basketball that was the last movie he did but it's just like I, you couldn't even say anything else. You couldn't say nothing else. Though in your head is just like that's the Allstate guy because he's like, oh, I don't need to do anything else. That's all I crazy. Do is right. Yeah, that's crazy. So when you're breaking into acting, what's the what's the what's the route to go? Well, I, uh, um, should you go to acting classes or you should just go raw like the agency? No, 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 no. See, acting classes. See, oh, act absolutely. Because here's the thing: this is what's going to happen. This is what I had to figure out because. <laughs> Ooh, I had to learn this the hard way. So um, first and foremost, agents, agents, they're not nice. They're not trying to be nice. They're not trying to be your friend. They're like, this is a business. If you aren't worth marketing, don't hit me in my DMs or don't send me no dusty email or resume about what you want to do, where you see yourself. If you can't show me, prove to me what you can do and what you have done, why should I even just take it upon myself that you can make me money when I don't know what you're capable of, right? Mm. It's like, 
somebody who says, I'm playing the NBA, but you never played a game in your life. Why should I just assume you're good? You haven't shown me you're good. So take your acting classes straight up. You got to take acting classes like on camera, which teaches you how to act on camera. Scene study, which teaches you how to like read a script, how to understand a character. You know what I'm saying? Or like character development, which teaches you how to create that character. All those things, you throw it on a resume. And then when you create yourself, you know how to like work that muscle and say, okay, when someone says scene, I know how to get into that character. I know how to be this person. And then now with that in mind, with that understanding, then you can start looking for like small films because you won't get a big film off rip if they don't know who you are. So you start small. You may, maybe even go for like school school plays or theater plays or like some some low, some, bu- some low budget thing that the homies make and just say, let me act in there. And then once you do a couple of those, you get a good number of reels, a good number of footage where you're like, oh, I did good in each one of these scenes. You put it together, make a reel, which is going to have all the best qualities of your work. And then when you have that and you feel comfortable and maybe a couple of other stuff in your belt where you can put on your resume and say, I did this, I did this on this. Then you want to submit it to an agency and say, hey, look what I'm capable of. This is me in my best scenes. This is some of the stuff. Get some headshots so they see what you what you look like, so you can say how what you how you, how you can market yourself. Yeah. And then look at it and if they like it, they'll hit you back. And if not, you keep that grind up again. Yeah. So now, because I'm in the East Coast, the East Coast ain't no ain't no love. They ain't got no love for the East Coast no more. <laughs> now, how, how uh, is it? Because how do you get into them doors, bro? Because I've been trying to. I'm, I want to do sync licensing, and I have to ask you this: Do you want to? Do you want to transition and getting? Because now I have to ask this. I don't. I don't want to touch on it too too much for oh, you. Ask me the question. I okay. Okay. Know. So, do you want to? Um. Do you eventually plan on getting some of your old music into films? Honestly, the funny thing is, man, that's what I was initially doing at one point. I stopped. I stopped doing music, and I got to a point where I was just like, I'm just gonna do licensing. Like that makes more sense. Yeah. Literally, it makes more sense because it's like you get the majority of the profit. You don't get the, the headache. You don't get the the hard the grind, the hard work of being an artist. Like, why am I doing all that? You yeah. can stay behind the scenes. You can still stay uh, anonymous, and you can get the majority of the, of the money right there. Yeah. And then it, you can start to find other avenues like tie into that, like song writing stuff like that. So it's just like. That's a good option, and if you want, bro, I'll, I'll link you up with who I was working with. Listen, we'll talk off air, bro, because I because I signed because I signed up with a uh, company. Actually, I, I last year I did a deal with a company so that does it. Musicsupervisor.com. Because I was like, because I'm on the East Coast, so it's hard to like. They ain't no music supervisor in New York, That's- and it's so racist over here. Do you find yourself now? I want to touch on that. Do you find yourself dealing with a lot of racism in the business? Mm, I mean, I, lucky for me, bro, I haven't come across it. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping maybe maybe this will give you some time to work on that. But um, yeah. honestly, not really. It's just uh, as of now, maybe because I'm also in the Bay Area, bro. So it's just like a melting pot of different cultures, creeds, and ethnicities. So I don't know what it's like maybe being in Hollywood. I have no idea. I just go out there here and there for like small projects, and I come right back home. So so you do all like, so you do all your work in in, in the Bay? Or you no, no, no. I travel back and forth. Oh, back and forth. Okay. I'm saying, but if I gotta fly out or drive out, it's, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's like five hours away, so it's nothing. But um, uh, as of yet, bro, it's just it's just good vibes. It's good energy. It's good people. It's just people who just want to create. And so when you have like-minded individuals who want to create and just make something dope, they're not worried about what you look like, what you sound like. They're just like, can you get the job done? And yes or no, simple as that. You know, copy man, copy man. And and I want to give you your flowers because you know it's hard out here. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's it's tough for everybody. And it, it, not. And I tell people all the time because I'm doing I do business and I'm like, listen. No one has any money after COVID. No, all in the East Coast, everything is bought. Even downtown and Midtown, all the stuff is boarded up. There's no businesses nowhere. So you know, I want to give you your flowers. And and I have to ask this: What, what is your what is your main career goal? Do you want to stick in the lane of do, just doing commercials, or do you want to just like you just want to do be big be big as possible? 
So my my goal is this: like I have a vision board on my wall, right? Yeah. And I, girl, I have I have two white boys and I have a vision board. And on my vision board, I have the overall goal, and I have two white boys that I dedicate. One white board is for short term goals. One white board is for long term goals. My short term goals might be like, okay, book three commercials in a month. You know what I'm saying? Get one lead role by the end of the year. And my long-term goal might be like retire uh, from my nine to five within the next three years. You know what I'm saying? And for me, my overall goal is I did a lot of research on certain actors that I like. But the hustle, the hustle and the overall end goal that I respected and I loved the most from two specific actors now, right? One was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sounds crazy. Sounds crazy. But he went from a WWF wrestler a wrestler, bruh. Yeah, he made the highest, first- to the highest grossing act of, of the world. Grossing actor in all of Hollywood. He makes over three hundred million in a year. He, he's. That means you did better than Denzel, Will Smith, Brad Pitt. You know, uh, all of these like known, amazing Hollywood actors and actresses. And you are a wrestler. That means your hustle was so nasty that you said F the adversity, F the naysayers, F the no's, this, that, and the third. I'm going to stick to my path. I'm going to make it work, figure it out. So I did my research on him and I was like, I like how he went about it. I like his trajectory. I like what he was doing. I'm going to take what he did that worked, incorporate it to mine and, re- and, and like finesse my stuff. And then the same thing with Kevin Hart. He came from a situation where he was like low income neighborhoods, impoverished, no pops, X, Y, and Z. And I watched his documentaries and I was like, okay, I can do it. Like if if I have no excuse, you know what I'm saying? There's no excuse. Both of these individuals had damn near nothing. You know what I'm saying? They were at the bottom of the barrel, scraping just to try to figure it out, and they now are arguably the most, you know, the, the most known, recognized, you know, figures within the within the Hollywood uh, industry. So it's like anything's possible. So I use those as like my. My go-tos when I say, this is where I want to go. That's the overall objective. And then I can retire somewhere in fucking Spain or some shit and just, just chill out. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah, I'm going to definitely tell you, you're on the same trajectory as Kevin Hart. Because Kevin Hart started with the, the music first. He was doing his first movie was Paper Soldiers. So you like... Sure. You're rene- yeah, you you you're right there, bro. So trust me, you is his first, and I watch Paper Soldiers all the time. I had to stop watching it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to stop watching it. So, yeah. you know... And, um, you know, do you ever want to build your own studio? Do you want to make, eventually, like, have your own, like, a Will Packer, Will, Will Powell Packer, or, like, a Tyler Perry? You ever want to eventually have yeah. your uh, own studio? You know what was funny? Uh, the production studio wasn't something that I ever thought about because I never really thought about acting like that until maybe, like, three, four years ago. I was just doing it, like, you know, as a, I tried to get some... But it was the music thing that I really wanted to do. I wanted to have my own uh, record label and, and then, like, have artists under my roster that I would then just like promote and then like do all that stuff with. I was trying to be like the next Jay-Z and then branch out into other like strings of revenue. That was my whole mindset. Probably still is if I come back around to it, but uh, I wouldn't be opposed to opening up a production company if it made sense. Gotcha, gotcha, man. And I have to ask this for my producers out there. How does one getting to the door, not just networking, like a cold, how does one get into doing sync? How did how did he get into the sync world? How does that work? Well, me, um, I came about it because um, I did a lot of research and a homie of mine. Uh, we went out to South by Southwest, and I know a lot of people might not really like think about it like that. But whenever they have situations where it's like a gathering or some sort of like festival where you have music, acting, whatever the case is, and it's a networking experience, you need to be there. Period. 
you need to be there. Every time South by Southwest came back around, and this was like maybe three years ago when I went to that one. I forgot what year it was, but um, oh, God, three years back, 21, So like 17, 18, 18. My math is trash. 2018, right? Time is I flying, went, that's why. Time is flying, right? 2018, South by Southwest. I went out there with a homie of mine, Derek Freeman, and uh, we were out there for like a week and some change. And all we did, all we did was print up uh, uh, flyers, print out uh, business cards, hand them out. Go to these little seminars, listen to people, shake hands, kiss babies, hand out a business card, this, that, and third. And when I tell you, like, maybe out of like a thousand business cards, I probably passed out. Probably only got response back in emails, probably for like five, six. But I didn't trip. I wasn't even tripping. I was just like, I don't care. One is all you need to make the difference. One. And I was like, as far as I'm concerned, bro, my shooting average is amazing. If this is the case, if I got one, my shooting average is impeccable. So that's all it was. I just went to South by Southwest and uh, I just did a lot of networking. Met with this amazing uh, uh, company by the name of Alibi Music Group. And uh, we linked up. I sent them some of my music. They were huge fans. And then I said, hey, I can create some content if you want. Just started songwriting and started creating some stuff for them. And I just started shop shopping it off to the library. And then they submitted to, to shows, films, commercials x y and z and you know the rest is history but it's just oh, like man you gotta you gotta just take that leap a lot of people nine times out of ten they overthink it and they get in their head and they go oh man maybe next time or oh, i don't need to go there da, 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 da. man any opportunity that someone else isn't going to take you need to take because that's going to give you a one-up you don't want to be doing what everybody else is doing you want to be the one who's able to say i'm going to do the stuff that no one else wants to do because then that's going to give me the the, the 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 heads up that no one else is willing to do you know Copy man, and my last and final question of the evening, man. We could do this all night, bro. You're I so you're, you're such live. a you're such a dope individual, bro. Do you have any advice for any young black actors that's wanna that wanna um something that you may have like wish somebody would have told you when you first started? Make a company, make a sole proprietorship, a DBA, whatever, and you can do that as simply as going to a bank and saying I'm gonna open up a business account. And then just make a business uh, account because what you're going to do is you're going to spend a lot of money. Facts. I spent a lot of money on headshots or, or, you know, photos or traveling or, you know, wardrobes, whatever the case may be for acting and even for my music. But the dope thing is when you get older, you realize you can cash all that back when it comes to tax season and write it all off and say this was for work because what you're doing is work. You're in the work for yourself. So when you write that, when you go back into your cash person or your or your, your 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 tax person, you say, "Hey, this is what I did for the year. Keep a nice little book. I got a nice little book. Every every month, man, collect all my information, put it all in there. Mileage X Y and Z. Uh, if I if I finish a commercial, I send out an invoice. Thank you for your time. So that's that's proof. When it comes tax season, I'm looking forward to this year because I'm like, boy, let me tell you, 2020, I was working, and so that's what I would say. Always think about it from a business because it's entertainment, it's love, it's dope. You enjoy it, but it's a business. And the best thing about a business is once you put in that work and you build that foundation, it'll start making money for you. You got to think about it how like a lot of these rich folks think about it. Everything they do, they do it from a business perspective. They write off all their stuff because they never waste their money. We out here wasting our own money. You got to figure out how to use the system the same way everyone else knows how to use the system. You got to be smart about it. So yeah, go into a bank, get an LLC, a DBA, start running your stuff all through that. So that way you can write it off as a check, put it right back in your bank account, do it again. And then you have it. And then you have it, man. Brother, thank you so much, bro. Do you have anything? uh, What's the the newest project uh, we should look for? Uh, yeah, well, the, the 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 film that's coming out by the by the big brother um, Edward Green is called uh, it's called Pick a Side. It's coming out hopefully sometime in May. Super dope. That was my lead role uh, breakout uh, film, and uh, 
I have a couple of other series now that I'm starting to record soon uh, this month. Going to be in Texas, like I said. So it's just follow me on Instagram at I am L-R-U-C-U-S. Stay in tune because, man, half the time when you when I, when I you find out stuff, I'll find out stuff in the same day and I'll, I'll post and let y'all know what's going on. But it's a fun journey. I'm on it. I want y'all to be on it with me and, you know, to stay in touch, stay tuned and let's just have conversations because I always respond back. There you go, there you go, my guy, Mr. Purcell. I'm gonna call him Mr. Purcell because Shamarki's too dope of a name. Hey. He's too famous. He didn't think I was gonna get that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got it. I got it, man. Thank you so much, brother. We had I had a lot of fun on this interview. You actually taught me a lot. Uh, don't hang up, man. We're gonna we're gonna chop it up after this, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast on 17 Podcast Networks on Dynasty Radio Monday nights at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. on that YouTube DJ Chase TV. And uh, we independent going for number one urban podcast out there. So you know how it goes, man. DJ Chase is the pregame party mix podcast. Gia. It's official. Come on. With DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. And I'm turning up. I'm always in a different bag and I ain't letting up. Uh-huh. Yeah, this flow is nuts and simply can't be touched. But ain't no telling when I feel like I'ma crank it up. So get about your feelings, man. My team always winning. Why you always think I'm grinning? And these ways always spinning. And I'm always gonna be spending. Cause my account ain't never pending. But I really don't be lending. Ain't scared to change, so I'm blending, huh? You see my fit? Yeah, you know it's me. You see the shoes? Yeah, I keep them clean Eating good and everything else in between So when I say I'm outside, that's just what I mean We good outside, we good outside We good outside, we good outside Even during quarantine, you know we good outside Screaming BLM, so you know we still outside, huh? We good outside, we good outside We good outside we good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside Shouldn't be LM, so you know we still outside I talk the talk, and I walk the walk Teaching all you rappers, but I don't need the job Feeling strong like Popeye when he eat his spinach You see the T on me? Yeah, that's Brooklyn Vintage okay. All about black business, cause I like to see black winners Bad chick with me while we at dinner, but I didn't meet her on Tinder Met her through a friend named Linda, she a real one, no pretender And she thick, but still slimmer, hell of a knife, she gon' remember huh? The go-to guy, yeah, I get it done I'm with all the smoke, Brooklyn never You're run right. no. Eating good and everything else in between So when I say I'm outside, that's just what I mean We good outside, we good outside we good outside, we good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside, screaming BLM, so you know we still outside, huh? We good outside, we good outside, we good outside, we good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside, screaming BLM, so you know we still outside, huh?